Hey guys, welcome to the Karibu Conversations podcast. We are back um, after a short unplanned hiatus, but we're back and we're so excited that you could join us again. And yeah, how are you guys doing, Larry and Rodney? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, kind of tired. Uh, it's early morning, but um, I'm pumped. I'm ready for this. Uh, it has been a while. Um, it's good to be chatting with you guys again. Um, but yeah, yeah, I've been all right. Work has been treating me really well. Um, yeah, I've been getting like tons of experience. It's nice to work as an engineer. Um, yeah, designing some cool stuff, which is fun. So yeah, I'm pretty good. How are you doing, Rodney? I'm I'm all right. Uh, I'm in the deck right now and spinning and <laughs> the usual <UGM dance>, uh, <laughs> uh, But otherwise, I've been I've been all right. Um, yesterday was a good day. I took just a break just to chill with friends and so no work, no PC, and so it was just fun to just catch up from morning to like twelve midnight. So yeah. Wow, well, that's pretty cool. Uh, if one of us is in the dark, one of us has to be in the light. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to have power. <laughs> um, it's been raining all, almost all day here also. But, um, oh. I to, yeah, I got some time with friends, so that was exciting for me. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm exhausted, guys. Like, I'm ready for the year to end and just, like, reset. But, yeah, I love December because I get to start counting down to my birthday. <laughs> So yeah, nice. <laughs> I like that. I can be saying my birthdays in two months. Mine is in a month, so yeah, y'all guys should 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 team up so you give me something good. You hit my inbox, I'll let you know what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope, guys. Um, what's what's been in the news for you guys? What's been catching your eye and in your radar? Yeah, I don't. I don't maybe you you first. I I, don't, I haven't really been like. I on the listen to the radio or TV. I don't know when's the last time I, I watched TV. So I think I'm the same. I think I get I get most of my news from the internet, which like isn't always yeah. a good thing. But um, I think for me, one of the things that has happened recently, um, I don't know if you guys you guys probably saw the the, the story about the young man who got killed um, by the tribe in India. Um, he went there. Um, to bring like the gospel to them, it's an enriched people tribe. Um, you guys know that story? Uh, no, tell us. No. Oh, oh really? Okay. Really? You guys? No. It's, like, it's been a big thing, like all over the news. Um, so he went. So this is not just an enriched people group, but it's um, sort of like an ex- not excluded, but it's like a set apart area of India that the government has even like preserves and all of that. So they live in their own like remote island sort of place and they don't allow anyone to come in. And the moment that you, even like some of the locals don't, don't really go there. And the moment you kind of like get close to the area, they'll shoot you with their bows and arrows. So he went there and the locals were told him like, that's a place you don't go. Um, and all of that. He still went there. Um, so he took a boat there and the guy who was like, I want to say driving his boat, but I know that's not correct English. <laughs> but the boy, the guy who was like, <laughs> sailing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, told him that like, I'll only leave you like this part and then you have to find your way. Cause I can't get further than this. 
And so he took, apparently, he took, like, um, some fish for them, some soccer balls, um, and, of course, his Bible and all of that. So they shot him the first day, and um, they didn't kill him. Um, his Like, his Bible got torn in the process or whatnot. And then he went back, and this is when they shot him and killed him. And before, the night before he went back, he wrote a letter uh, just to his parents and his family and everybody who would hear about his story, just, like, explaining, I guess, his reasons for going or whatnot. Like, um, I've heard, like, bits and bits of the story, but what I found interesting was just seeing the different reactions online, um, where yeah. it's, like, on one hand, he's been, I've seen, like, applause from different Christian groups uh, saying this man is a martyr, he's taking the gospel to enrich people's, and then on the other hand, I've seen um, also people criticizing his, like from a Christian camp, his methodology that he was taking, like, a, for lack of a better word, like a colonial approach to it. Like the, the approach of like, I'm bringing you soccer balls, I'm bringing you fish. You're bringing fish to people who live on an island, you know? So there's been people that are... <laughs> are critiquing his like methodology while st- still upholding that like mission work has to be done, but how he went about it is not the best way to do it um, because it didn't go with like any help um, and all of that really didn't engage locals in the process. And then there's been the other flip side where I've seen there's people calling him like a colonialist and um, like different names, especially from like people who are not Christians or um, yeah, so like that can like so there's been different narratives around the story. So some people think this guy is just another white American trying to colonize um, this this people group, and he had no business interfering with their culture and their tribe and trying to convert them. And there's other people that are like, ah, going to them is not wrong, but how he went about it is wrong. He could have sought more wisdom, maybe equipped people. Um, from India to help him and all of that. And there's another yeah. group of people that are like, this man is a hero, give him a crown or whatever. So yeah, it was just for me, I don't think I have one standpoint that I'm taking. I think there's valid reasons on all ends. Um, but it's just been interesting to kind of be an outsider looking in and seeing the different opinions that people now have. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was also thinking like it would have, would have been great for him to like go through the Indians and like get help from like some of the closer natives. Uh, but you're right. Like there's valid points on both sides. It's interesting with such things. If it had worked, he would have been such a hero. Like it would have been like, Oh, that was amazing. Um, but because of the way it turned out, like, um, there's always going to be like, yeah, it was wrong because of this. Everyone becomes super wise. Um, in yeah. such a situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, very interesting. Yeah. I, can't, I, I can't say much from the bench, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And but like for me, it was just it just made me think about like the state of missions and um, how missions is a huge part of like the Christian faith, and it's it's synonymous to like Christianity. Like it's not gonna stop anytime soon. But it just made me think what the next generation of missions looks like um especially giving him keeping in mind that in the past um in some places 
Christianity did come with people that were um, colonialists, and some people have a hard time separating those lines. Um, yeah. So I think uh-huh. like I'm, I'm, it gives me hope that like I hope conversations around missions and like what is the right way, especially when it comes to engaging locals and equipping and training local people. Um, because like now, like I think in every unriched people group, um, there's still like believers that you can still engage in that country to reach that particular tribe in the country. Um, I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it does. Makes sense. I mean, the whole lot of barriers there, I mean, language and the like. So, so obviously if, Maybe locals knew about the mission. They went on this mission. It could have been different, I think. So, so yeah. Mm, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, something. I think two other things that have been on my radar, at least that I can think about it. Uh, our boy Tiano is shooting his video, Udani. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing pictures and, um, yeah, they look interesting. I think be on the lookout for that. Um, and also, I like. You I hope not. Get shot. That would get, get shot in that would any video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you feel like no people were harmed deep. in the making of it. <laughs> yeah. Since that guys were watching an action movie, I saw pictures as well. Like, yo, look serious. Yeah. yeah it looks really dope. Yeah. And um, I don't know if you guys heard about the. So last week, there was the depression workshop that took place at Blanta Baptist Church. And then next week, Friday evening is the mental health seminar that um, Pastor Mala and Jacaranda Culture Center are doing. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard about that. For me, that was interesting to see um, a spotlight on mental health from the church. Um, I don't know what you guys thought about that. Yeah, I think think that was great. I'll go for Rodney. Uh, No, you go. Um, yeah, I think that was great, especially for Malawians. I think that's something that we definitely don't do well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just seems like, I don't know, if um, a mental issue rises, especially from the older generation, I think, yeah, um, the newer generation has a bit more work on it. But like the older generation, it just seems like, <laughs> it just seems like, hey, just stop that. Stop being that way. Like, what's wrong with you kind of mm-hmm. attitude. Um but like, I, I do like the fact that there is more awareness of it. People are growing to understand, um, to be able to listen, to be able to know. Um, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, to see like more of these events happening, especially from the church, uh, mm-hmm. especially from a biblical standpoint, um, yeah. is also, it's just, it's, it's really great. Um, it's nice to see that in this day and age. Yeah, you know. de- definitely encouraging. Like, um, I went to the one that happened at Blanta Baptist Church last week, and I think it was really helpful also to, because I think young people are starting to talk about it more, but there's also a lack of, like, where do I go? And, like, what options are there for me to seek help, and can I even afford these options? So just seeing that people can meet, can be in the know. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited for the one on Friday night, um, not just because it's my pastor, <laughs> but I think the, also the balance between like, I'm talking about mental health from a biblical standpoint. I think most people also don't know what the Bible says about mental health and, um, how the Bible can be of help. Um, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. If you're free on Friday night, it's going to be at Jacaranda Catcher Center, which is behind, 
like Avena around there. It's free for students. You bring a student ID, um, but it's 5,000 per person for everybody else. So, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, which honestly yep. is not much for like that information and uh, what yeah. you get out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Dope. Yeah, that's pretty encouraging. Especially in a nation like Malawi, where a lot of these issues just go on. Like, people just, uh, people just watch people uh, deal with depression in like unhealthy ways and it's like sort of yeah. normal. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's pretty good that we have this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, once again, our podcast is brought to you by Legendary Studios and I'm not a goddess.com and we are just going to like dive into our topic of the day, which I'm really excited about. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll be looking about, looking at, what are you laughing at, Rodney? I'm, I'm, I'm excited as well because I have like a hero that I want to present to like. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I haven't even seen what the topic is. Look at you. Spoiler alert. Uh, uh, but yeah, our topic today is. <laughs> My bad. It's about Malawians, you should know. Um, basically, Malawians who are doing or have done incredible things um, in our country. And these people should know and celebrate. So I, I'm looking forward to learning some people that I probably don't know of haven't heard about and shedding light on, on some of the people I that inspire me and I look at as people worth celebrating. So Rodney, since you're excited, do you wanna start? Oh yeah. Uh one Malawi in that for me like I've been like I haven't been on Facebook but I've I've been on Facebook just following this guy and just even on Instagram just reading three stories is uh Charles Lipenga. Charles mm. he's, he's an architect, a profession. Mm-hmm. And this guy is—he's been busy, you know, doing a lot of charity work and also just working with the UN and a whole bunch of organizations. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've seen him, you know, online going to these uh, summits and whatnot, mm-hmm. talking to big people, Obama Foundation, and all these big people from different nations, uh, receiving accolades, and that's all cool, cool. But then I've also seen him actually build things in Malawi, mm-hmm. where he's setting up structures. I saw from, from house plans to apartments and to actually seeing this work on the ground, like we all. So, like, gets me excited. He's someone I know from way back where we used to get instrumentals from him, yeah? <laughs> now to see him as someone who's building a dream and a young person who is, like, building Malawi. And for me, that's, like, that's mm-hmm. really good. And he's sharing his story also, hoping to inspire others. So I do follow him. Saj House Lipenga. Yeah, that's, that's what his, his name is. Yeah, the architect somewhere there. The same dude as our boy, him. Sambara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's know, the one who does... I don't know if you guys know. Oh, I was going to say, he's the one that does the Maestro's leadership thing, right? Yeah, yes, yes, Maestro. Tim Maestro, yes. He's the one, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so that's really like that's really cool for me. Like this guy's been with like from Hollywood actors to like presidents mm-hmm. to ministers, and still comes here and he's building. So for me, I mean, I've seen people talk, I've seen people meet people online. So, okay, cool. But <clears throat> where? What are you doing in your home country? And this guy's doing that. And even Tim Maestros, they did something. Uh, Jamba Secondary School. I don't know if they is still continuing, but they sponsored every student there. So oh, wow. basically, education was free in, in, in Jamba. 
like wow. yeah, they they were paying school fees for the for the students. I don't know if the program's still there, but for me, even that is just like yo. And these guys are just young people, so yeah. That's dope. That's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do we have? <laughs> Diana. I have my my first one. I think this will not come as a surprise, but William Kamkwamba comes as. Um, uh, that's that's where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> my number one. Um, for those who don't know, he's the boy who harnessed the wind. And um, the first time I heard of his story was I think I was in first year in university, and I had a white American woman as a lecturer, and she told us about the story. And oh, I was like, yeah, yeah, you remember her, yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. I was like wow, I've never, how have I n- never heard of this inspirational story? And I love that I went on to like watch his TED Talk, see his growth and all of that. And I'm really just excited for the movie that's coming up that's going to be on Netflix. Um, I'm super excited that like there's a spotlight that gets to be shed on Malawi and the potential that we have and I think his story is inspiring, like, honestly. Um, and just see how, how far he's gone. And he's a young man, so I believe that there's, there's so much more that he's going to do. Um, and, yeah, so he, he's, he's very inspirational because he was able to make it with very little resources. And he was able to come up with something that's self, selfless and was able to benefit his entire community. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, that's that's where I was going, and I, I, I also love that story. I love the stories of the people who, like, everyone calls crazy because that's what they were saying. They were like, mm-hmm. "Ah, what misala," you know. And um, yeah, but he he made it work. So, so for those who don't know, like, he, he used to travel um into I'm not, I can't remember which. I can't remember um, which library he used to go to, but he used to look at physics textbooks, but he couldn't read. He just looked at diagrams mm-hmm. of windmills and like um, perpetual motion and stuff like that. And um, yeah, he went back to his village to create um, a windmill and provide electricity for him at first, um, which he used for like lighting and stuff. And everyone kept knocking at his door to charge their phones and like, you know. And he realizes like greater need and he kept working and provided like electricity for pretty much the whole village. Um, I love that. I love that innovation of like seeing the need, working out the problem. I mean, I mean, as an engineer, that's my life. So that just, that really resonated with me. Um, and I think that's really cool. People who kind of just believe in themselves and be like, look, you know, I can find the stuff. I can put it together. Like it is possible. I think it's an attitude that, we all need, um, and it wasn't even just that, like he made like irrigation systems for like water and like, you know, the like, crops and like drinking water. I like, just, I mean, that's huge, you know? Mm. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, where is he now? Um, so from what I know, he is in, oh, I don't remember the exact city, but he's in the U S he's studying in the U S. So he went to, um, after I think his story blew up, he went to the African Leadership Academy, um, okay. and then for A levels, and then after that he went to university in the U.S. So I think he's doing his uh, masters and whatnot. But I hear he comes back home often, and um, a friend who knows him just recently told me that he's one of the most humble people you ever meet. So 
Yeah, like also like shameless plug. If you're listening to this podcast and no way how yeah. we can get a hold of him and like for an interview or something, guys, that for me that'll be a dream come true to actually like is 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 it like uh is the village still on electricity or like um probably not like I don't know I'm not sure but I don't think it is because no. you know how I've been cool man. yeah maybe it is I don't know I don't think so though. Yeah, that's that is cool though. Ah, uh, but just on a on a on a slight tangent, I just um I do hope uh after he's done with his studies and like um all that kind of stuff that um yeah he comes back like quickly um mm. because yeah because it's it's very it's very common for someone like that. <laughs> you know no, <laughs> no not to go swimming in Lake Malawi but comes back and like is a uh, yeah, it's part of yeah, it's part of the future. Cause I yeah, like I often tell people, like people that like, confront me when they're like, "Oh, so surely you're staying in Australia after you're done, right?" And I'm just like, "Now I'm going back," and they're so shocked, as if like I just swore at them. It's just, it's so weird. <laughs> but a lot of Africans, a lot of Africans here are like, "What's wrong with you? Why would you go back to that place?" And I always just tell them like, "I want to be, um, I want to come back and be part of the infrastructure, part of the." the change um, that like um, I see in the future. Cause I mean, what developing infrastructure is a big thing in the future. I don't want to be a part of that. And I'm, and I'm just hoping that he does not, he's not one of the brain drains. Like he comes yeah. back and like, he's one of the people that steps forward. Cause that's his brain is an asset to our country. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I hope it's not one of those things where like he lectures there and like, uh, yeah, like America benefits from his brain and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, of, of course, it's up to him, but like... <laughs> yeah, I get yeah, what you mean. Yeah, movie comes back quickly. Yeah. I feel like that would lead me into the person that inspires me next. Um, because they're, oh, a person, the person, they're a person who has made it out of here. I always like say that like for me, it inspires me differently if you've made it from Malawi. Um like you've not like you've not gone outside and then made it like that's inspirational but for somebody who you know has fought the same struggles as you have and they they have achieved world yeah. success but they still come back home like this is their home this is where they stay um for me that person is faith musa um yeah i think faith is one of the most underappreciated artists that we have like um i saw him last weekend saturday um, for the first time in a really long time and this man this year has been to festivals around the world and like just seeing him live I was like how like like how like he's such a talented human being and at the same time the fact that like he's here and like even when you meet him in person he's such a down to earth person but he's so so talented oh, yeah. and Yo, like, that man is talented. And the funny part is, like, when I was watching the Global Citizen Festival and I saw Ed Sheeran, I was like, Faith Musa was doing that last night, you know? Um, the whole, mm. like, one-man band thing. Like, he's just so, so talented. And the fact that his music um, is true to, like, who we are, our struggles. Um, I think his song, Don't Run Away, speaks to what you were talking about, Larry, about Malawi okay. being home, like... Don't run away from your home. One with the one with the best. So yeah, faith music yeah. inspires me. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's that's that, that guy is, is he's a legend. 
Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Who else do you guys um, yeah, I wanna I wanna rewind, go back back and throw in um John Chilembo in the mix. Ooh. Um okay, yeah, okay. I think yeah, it's definitely definitely Malawian uh, we all should know. It's just such a shame though that like um yeah, it was a lot of stuff was lost in history, a lot of stuff was not documented and like the stuff that we do know is limited. But um yeah. Yeah, my favorite thing about um, what I have read about John Chilembo is like his just his view on like uh, work ethic and like Africans making a life for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like how 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 um how from what we can gather, like how much of a biblical worldview he had in that because the idea of working hard, like you know, the Bible says like don't work, you don't eat, kind of thing. Um, yeah. and he really like, he really pushed Africans with that kind of mentality, that kind of thinking of like trying to cultivate, trying to, um, like take, take dominion of their own land, um, and all that kind of stuff. I think that was, um, it's something that even today, um, like we could really learn from. Um, I think it's, it's such a shame that like, uh, Africans like viewed as lazy and all that kind of stuff. It's just, it's it's heartbreaking um kind of thing but it's something that we can really learn today to remember the value of hard work the value of like like just taking ownership of our land not just ownership as like a title deed thing but ownership as in like cultivating our own land and like yeah standing up for like who we are and like what we what we own i guess mm, yeah I, I love john Chilembe, like I'm sure you guys know this by now, but I, I just love, love him. And you're right, Larry, that, and it's a pity that a lot of his greatness has been lost by us not preserving history. Um, yeah. And the other psychic part is that you find that Malarians are actually not keen to learn what, what the man believed and what he, he was teaching and the like. Mm. Like that guy was great, and so you have other theologians in the states, old guys who acknowledge that oh, that guy was was a man of valor, you know. Mm. That's true. Who do you got, Rodney? Another one. Another one. Wow. <laughs> oh, another person for me who inspires me uh, is my friend. Uh, he's a producer, DJ, uh, uh, a musician in general, uh, Chismo. Uh, mm. So. We went to school. He was he was ahead of me. He did his uh, he got his degree in IT, but he wanted music, and so he went to uh, this music school, Crosses Music School. And he, so he moved to Longo and started doing that stuff. And he graduated after a year, and now he's been playing gigs. Uh, he was a Lake of Stars, just DJing for like artists like I think Kim of Diamonds and for like uh, KBG. And he's been he's been like moving up and down and and. And I've just inspired to see how much time he invests in his music. You know, mm-hmm. like he believes in it and he doesn't just invest time. He even puts in money as well, getting himself equipment and the like. So getting himself books. For me, that's that's a man who believes in his dreams. Like, yo, I was with him uh, this weekend and just even to see, like, I thought, yo, I thought we we're done buying things. So it's like, no, man, mm-hmm. I got to pay. I need this equipment because this will help me do this and and also looking at the people now he's playing with here. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a gig, I think, at, at Latitude. And so he's even playing with like international acts that we, we don't know about, but for, for some audience, like the ambassadors and the likes. And 
and for me that's that's really good um I, maybe not a lot of people know him but that's one guy whose work ethic and how much puts in his dream uh inspires me a lot she's more yeah yeah that's dope that's dope i think uh for me another person that inspires me um well it's two people it's not one person uh they're a podcast um and they have been podcasting slightly longer than us but um i think they're probably like probably one of the first official if not the first official podcast we've had um it's umba and lusungu uh they've got a podcast called feministing while malawian and it's basically about being um a malawian woman malawian young woman and being a feminist and i think for me like regardless of what your personal views on feminism is um but they're just starting important conversations like the conversations that they have on their podcast are conversations that we need to to be doing to be having here in Malawi so that has really challenged me as a content creator uh, as a podcaster and just even as as a friend like um being able to sit and listen to um a, a perspective that um they bring into my life that I would never otherwise have and yeah so i've appreciated the conversations they are starting i think they're so brave um one of the recent podcasts they had was about mental health and they just really shared personal stories like really personal stories and struggles about mental health and i think they're sparking important conversations um they're doing important work even in their communities and not just like walking talking the talk but walking the walk like um investing into young women um putting young helping young women get an education um be inspired and all of that so yeah i appreciate those guys and they're they're an interesting podcast to listen to um yeah oh cool what's the podcast called again it's called feministing while malawian all right get on then mm-hmm. oh yeah and uh, larry do you have anyone Um yeah uh yeah you shared about your friend I think yeah I've got a good friend as well who really does inspire me um a guy called Wiza Jalakasi mm. uh he's Wiza also really he's <laughs> yes. such a good dude really like really softly spoken um like I remember last time I saw him I was like you know what he was at home as in in Els and I was like well, what's next for you is like oh I'm just going to you know run a run a, another startup in like Kenya and then I'm uh heading up to uh, I don't know he mentioned some other country he says it as if he's just going next door like <laughs> he's just you know and like he's he's leading really big operations he is like um so uh he's he's pushing like um all these like technologies especially using like USSD or like um normal everyday things and like a lot of people think ussd is like like primitive kind of like old school so if you don't know like ussd is like you know when you when you type in like star 123 hash or whatever and you get a response yeah that kind of thing so he's um he's he's working with a lot of people to try to integrate that to a lot of like everyday african lives because i mean there's still africans out there who don't have smartphones but they can oh, still they should still have access to information mm. and ussd is a perfect way to do that and um him and his team um africa is talking i just like they're just amazing at that and you know um he's the lead of expansion of like expansion in like 
different countries and he does like business development and all that kind of stuff. Really like down to earth guy, but really knows the stuff. He knows how to interact with like big corporate people, but also the little man. Um, and he's a great problem solver. Like, you know, sometimes you tell him a problem and he's kind of like, okay, how can we deal with that? Like, what do we have available to us? He says stuff like that. I'm like, man, man, like, I <laughs> go, <laughs> like, you talk, you talk like you've been doing this for like 20 years, but he's just, yeah, he's really inspiring to me. And I think he's someone that people should know because, um, I don't know, just watch the space the next five years. He's going to be a really, uh, really big dude. And, um, I think, I think it's great. And going back to what I was saying, he has a love for his country, which I also, I think it's great. And I see him being part of the future um, innovation in Malawi. So, yeah. Mm, I agree. I think I've not met him personally. So every, almost everything I know about him is from Twitter and online and reading his articles. <laughs> Whatever. Don't go. He kind of owes me, I don't want to say a date, but like, at some point, he did say the next time he's in Blanta, we're going to hang out. So, like, I don't know if he listens to this podcast, but, like, I'm still holding on to that. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely inspired me from afar. And, yeah, like, I think Larry has said pretty much everything. But he makes me think of another guy that really inspires me, um, but has also, like, invested into me as a person and, like, helped, helped me be the person I am now. And his name is Jeremiah Agenda. Um, most people know him yeah. as Liu. Um, arguably one of the best rappers that Malawi has. Um, if you don't agree with me, go argue with the wall. But, you know. Yeah, I, I um, agree. Like, he's, we don't get enough of him. Yeah, like, that guy is, like, my big uh, brother. Um, um, I feel like he's more, like, my, like, dad now. Because <laughs> it always sounds like my dad in his talking. Um, but he, <laughs> I've known him for a really long time. I think since 2013, and he's really like helped me be the person that I ha- I am in ministry and in life. Like he's one of the guys that like definitely like invested into me as a person. Like, and one thing that I've seen that people o- always say when we're talking about him, not like gossip or whatever, but like literally talking about how great of a guy he is, is we'll always talk about how he's got so much. He's a wealth of wisdom, and he shares it. You know, he's always mm. dropping gems. Mm. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And he cares about, you know, at least I can speak for myself. He cares about me as a person, and I really appreciate that. So, yeah, like, and he works with Baobab Health. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but he's a developer. So, like, I think he also does great with just like working no. the scenes, and like, he's not gonna be in your face and be like look at me, I'm changing the world, like, look what I've done, whatever, but, like, he's, like, silently putting in work, and just, for me, that's inspirational, like, not just, like, talking, but, like, doing the things. Yeah, inspiring some of us as a husband as well. Mm, Oh, yeah. For sure. (laughs) Killing it. Yeah. So, even, ironically, uh, that's, uh, usually, like, on my, like, I have days where I'm just thinking, or just missing something, or just, like, so, even this weekend, and I was just hanging with my friends, early in the morning, I was going for my walk, that was at five, and his song, Ulendo, was, mm-hmm. like, the African song on my playlist, like, for the weekend, so, yeah, he's, he's like, I'll just listen to what he's saying in the song, and to really understand the wisdom behind it, and he's, he's a book guy, like, I know him personally as well, so, yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. Rodney, who do you cool. have? Um, another one. Nah, oh, okay. I have to think. 
Okay. No, do we have time? Larry. I have. I have one. Okay. Have one. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very special one. Um. Like. Yeah. Person who really inspires me is Dan Onkoma. Oh. I, think, I was about um, to say this. Ah, no. <laughs> I actually I'm gonna say happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, gonna say yeah. I was gonna say D as well. Like that is like an inspiration, guys. You don't know yeah. this city works hard. Yeah, no, but like I'm not even just saying. Like I think, I think you're great, D. You're really inspiring to a lot of people more than you think. Um, I um, yeah, like I've shown, I've shown um so many people your like short like vlog video of our gym courseway. It's just such a like a it's, just, it's an easy easy way. Like someone asked me about gym course, like oh, let me show you what my friend made. You know, and like I um I pop that open and stuff. Um and yeah, then I get to tell them about what you do and like your channel and all that kind of stuff. And like even as I'm speaking, I'm like, wow, channel's pretty great. It's uh pretty cool. I mean, um Galibu conversations like it was like your grind, you pull this together and um here we are having like great conversations and um I think that's great. I don't think we have enough time for me to get into everything, but like um I definitely I love the fact that you're getting people thinking about um, culture. I mean, I feel like we talk about theology anyway. We talk about other things anyway. But like talking about culture, uh, loving our country, uh, opening doors to like African theologians, all that kind of stuff um, is huge. Uh, for you, I know it's just a passion of yours and you could do that in your sleep. But for some of <laughs> us, we never thought about that stuff until yeah. uh, Dana came along. And I think that's great. Yeah. Oh, you good. I you're absolutely true. Because, like, for me, you know me. I don't like sharing my mind. <laughs> and yet you get you got me sharing my... Like, I'm here sharing my thoughts because I, I don't... I just... Like, that's why I can tweet nowadays. I can't Facebook. But at least I can speak here. And thanks to you, dude. So, yeah. And I also know that, like, there was a time where, like, you were, you, you were struggling with your health, but still you put in work, you know? Like, you didn't give up on these dreams you still were there behind the scenes and doing this thing that people don't know what it takes for you to, to come up with a podcast to just, you know, have the gang uh, reassemble. That's really good. Like, if this was Avengers, probably Captain B, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys, you guys are so kind. Thank you so much. And, like, I think you guys equally inspire me. Um, I think I always also say, like, I'm more inspired by the people in my life more than anything because you guys are people that I know. Like I know the highs, I know the lows. Like I think it's easy to be inspired by people whose you only see their highs on social media. Uh, but like people that I get to do life with every single day, I think those are people that inspire me. People that I get to see grow. People like JT who actually just graduated this this weekend yesterday. Oh um, yeah. yeah! So congratulations, JT. I've known you since. We were in high school and yeah, I think things like that inspire me and you guys inspire me a lot. That's why you're on this podcast. Um, I think, yeah, any, we've got like, we might have a few more minutes. Uh, so any honorable mentions, like people would have loved to talk about, but we just don't have the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, I, I like the only poetry I like is the reading one, the written stuff. Mm-hmm. But recently I like recitals and it's because of, like there was Q Malewis, but then there's Robert mm. Chiwamba. I, I don't know. Like I've fallen in love with like vernacular poetry, and yeah, Robert Chiwamba is he's a guy who makes you think, it makes you laugh at the same time. Yeah, yeah he's really good. Yeah, um, I think 
I think uh, Malawans, you should know, topic can't pass by without mentioning Kamuzubanda. I mean, there's like, yeah, there's like a lot of, a lot of uh, negative things you can say, but there's also a lot of good that man did. Um, a lot we can draw from his, draw from his life. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, time, time is up, but like, yeah, that's that's one. And another one, um, also in history, is like uh, David Livingston. I mean, mm-hmm. an honorary Malawian, but like, <laughs> um, I, I, I love his story personally. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I think he was a really great dude. And I always just kind of think, cause he was actually training for missionary work in China. And I always just wonder what would have happened. I like those what if questions in history. Like, what if he actually went to China? Cause his, his China trip failed. Like, he couldn't go to China. Mm-hmm. He ended up in Africa. And I always just wonder, like, what if he had gone to China, you know, but God's mm-hmm. doing, sent him here and I think um, he's also like a great man everyone should know mm. um, yeah um, I think mine is um, Akulu Lipenga uh, he's got Zaluso Arts um, I can't remember his co-founder oh, yeah. um, but I love how he's making art a big deal I'd say Dalito Mizaya with Zonsa Live um, I love how they're bringing like ethical content in entertainment um, and also there's a poet named Upire Chisara. I don't know if you guys know her, um, but she's pretty, she's pretty popular on like social media and stuff. Like, like super popular. Like you'd find like celebrities quoting her stuff. Like she's got, I think two books out, soft magic and something else. Oh. But oh. yeah, like if you've ever heard the line, I'm dripping melanin honey without an apology. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, that's I think one of her lines. So yeah, I just love that. Like, um, just seeing, which also sucks about like sometimes our country. Like, people are appreciated elsewhere before they're appreciated here. Um, but I think we we need to do better in that as a people. Like, just honor and appreciate our own. Like, so our challenge to you today is if you're listening to this podcast, like, comment on our SoundCloud, comment on our Facebook page our Twitter, our Instagram with Malawians that inspire you. I know there's a lot of people that we've missed because of time, but we want to hear the people that inspire you. We want to also be inspired by their story. Even if you're plugging yourself and saying, I inspire myself, I'm doing something great. Uh, we want to hear about that. So it's at Kalibu Conversations on Facebook, at Kalibu Convos on Instagram, at Kalibu Convos on Twitter, uh, or I am not a goddess.com slash Kalibu Conversations. And yeah, on SoundCloud, iTunes, and everywhere where you get your podcasts, we are there. And um, until next time, it's been another fun episode. Thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends to tell your friends about this podcast and enjoy your night.